The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. This week's episode of Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling is sponsored by our buddies at the High Spots Wrestling Network. It is your home for the very best in independent wrestling featuring thousands of videos. We're talking $5 wrestling, AAW, PWG, Best Friends with Chuck and Trent, award-winning original documentaries, and all the shoot interviews a little buddy could ever hope to fall asleep to. Sign up now at HighSpotsWrestlingNetwork.com. It's the best $9.99 in the biz. And now, enjoy our show. Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. And this is a very special 4th of July edition. <laughs> if you uh, are in the United States or anywhere, in enjoy it anyway. It's the 4th of July, Marty and Sarah love wrestling live on the MLW radio network. Yeah, you're here. And when you're here, you're buddy. Yes. Z- yes. And I'm pretty sure Pro Wrestling Tees has a big old sale going on right now. They do. And yeah. we tweeted out a, uh, a promo code and all that good stuff. Head over there. Grab a shirt. I want to thank everybody who bought the Pride shirt. We will be making a donation to the Center on Halstead here in Chicago. And that's not the only donation. It's like it's not like Pride Month ends. That's right. And everybody takes down their rainbows. No, no, no. We're going to keep donating proceeds of that shirt to that's the Center right. on Halstead um, just every Every lump sum of time. At 11.59, we didn't rip that shirt off of Pro Wrestling Tees and wipe our hands <laughs> of the whole of the whole uh, money we're going to donate. You showed me a video so of all the Pride-themed logos and yeah. how, like, right the next, like, 11.59, 12. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could leave it for the month if you wanted leave to. Leave it for July. Who knows? Show your love of Pride year-round. Who knows? Well, Sarah, I want to welcome everybody to the show. If you are brand new, please rate, review, subscribe. Head on over to iTunes. Give us a, a wonderful review. We love reading them. It also helps with the algorithms. Every week, we get a new buddy. I get messages, and they say, hey, this is the first time I've listened. Somebody recommended it to me, and I begrudgingly finally said, fine, I'll listen, and Nobody now I like Nobody wants to start it. a new podcast. Always, so if you did, I'm proud of you. I'm always looking to start a new podcast. See, I never am. I'm terrified of new podcasts. Because I, I just tear through the ones I love. But I like I like the idea of that. My thing is I do so much writing at work now. Yeah. It used to be I wasn't allowed headphones. Yeah. Now I do so much writing at work that I need uh, the non-spoken words. There's just music and flim flams. Well, but I'll still go. give some a try. I like when you play them around the house. Well, thanks, Sarah. I like playing them around the house. Yeah. And thanks to everybody who said they enjoyed me on uh, Between the Sheets this Yeah. Week. And thanks to Between the Sheets for hosting you for a total of almost seven hours of recording, it felt like. It was a marathon. And thank you to all the buddies who support us on Patreon, our lovable patrons. You That's are right. making so much stuff possible for us, and we want to thank you for that. That's right. And if you want to support the podcast, head to patreon.com slash Marty and Sarah. Uh, donate a dollar, donate whatever you want, whatever you can. We appreciate it. Also, head to Marty and Sarah at lovewrestling.com. Grab yourself a buddy card, an 8x10, a pin, and a whole lot more. $2 is a snack to you, but it means a big deal to me. That's true, Sarah. Be strong. Serve God only. <laughs> know that if you do. Beautiful heaven awaits. Beautiful heaven awaits. If you want to sponsor this podcast, you can do that. Head over to Marty and Sarah at Love Wrestling at gmail.com. Or if you have a wrestling confession, please send that to Marty and Sarah at Love Wrestling at gmail.com. Subject line, wrestling confession, or throw me a wrestling encounter. We will be at StarCast 3 in the beautiful Chicagoland area. Not only behind a table, smiling, signing, selling, but we will also be doing a live show. More details as we get them. Sarah. Sir? Are you ready 
to do our 4th of July spectacular. I almost said spooktacular, which is my favorite thing for a Halloween show. Halloween. Spooktacular? Come on. It yeah. Don't, it don't get no better than that. Yeah. I love a good spooktacular. But it's the 4th of July. It's spang- spangtacular. Uh, if you are here Sparkler-tacklers. in the United States listening the day this podcast drops, it is the 4th of July. Please be careful. Well, oh, you I was giving you the go on. Now. I was doing oh, under music. Yeah. Please be careful with fireworks. Um... I come from Indiana, so I've seen lots of people really hurt themselves with fireworks. My sister's old boyfriend used to light bottle rockets at us and and throw them at us. Yeah. Or, like, light them in our direction. Oh, yeah. Russian candles. Roman candles. Oops. Did you call them Russian candles? Russian candles. Roman candles. (laughs) (laughs) Roman Reigns candles. Uh, You know, I always see people... Russian Rusev candles. I always see people holding... Bulgarian. Uh holding roman candles shooting them at people i've never held one i've always been afraid that it was gonna like burn my hand yeah that's what they used to do to us i thought my hand was gonna get so hot it would mold to the and then you'd firework. have firework hands for the rest of your life i mean probably wouldn't have been the worst thing yeah but what are you gonna do sarah what a week it has been in the world of professional wrestling we put out this podcast last week the day we put it out wwe announces hey we've hired Eric Bischoff well, and we've Paul Heyman put into position. We've put into position, uh, and it's funny because somebody else mentioned. Uh, God, I wish I knew who put out the tweet, but it was great. Where it was like um, when Bruce Pritchard got hired, and there was that first raw. Everyone's like, "Everything great's because of Bruce Pritchard. Everything bad's because of Vince." And it was yeah. kind of the same thing this Monday with Paul Heyman, where everyone's like, "It was a much better raw," which it was, and everyone's yeah. like, "Thank God to Paul Heyman," but it's like Vince is still calling the shots of course he is every once in a while there would have been like a fun smackdown everyone liked and they're like no vince wrote the whole thing so who knows we'll see what goes on uh before we really jump into absolutely everything in the week of professional wrestling we've got to thank our other sponsor for this week's episode our friends at bluechew.com now sarah i think i know you Mm -hmm. i think you i think you enjoy sex for the most part you tolerate it i love it okay well there you go if you love sex just like Sarah Joy Shockey, Blue Chew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom, and who wouldn't want to last a little longer or go a couple extra rounds? Or have that secret feeling when you take one of those chewables and you know it's going to kick in. Uh, you know what it's like? Back hmm. in the day, masked wrestlers, they used to get the ref's attention, or their manager would get the ref's attention, and they would sneak a piece of steel into the mask. Mm-hmm. And they knew, even though their opponents didn't, I've got the upper hand. And you can feel that same way with bluechew.com absolutely get the upper hand take the chewables on a full or empty stomach they can work faster than the pills that are non-chewable they can work up to twice as fast and if you don't like going places and speaking to other human beings in person why not do it over the internet online physician consultations are free and it's cheaper than getting viagra or cialis when you have to schedule an appointment and drive to the doctor's office and wait in the waiting room that's right sarah it only takes a few minutes to connect with a bluechew.com affiliated physician and if you qualify get prescribed online quickly we're talking no in-person doctor visits no awkward conversations no waiting in line at the pharmacy the chewables from blue chew are made in the of a Blue Chew gives you the confidence every time in bed. Light your own fireworks. Put on your own display. You and your partner will love it. As we always say, Sarah, when it comes to BlueChew.com. Discreet. Tuskeet. There you go. Happy Fourth of July, fuckers. Okay. Don't... So every once in a while, Sarah does. Cousin Kurt loves when we do the Blue Chew ads. 
Well, thanks, cousin. Kurt. My real cousin who listens to this podcast gets to listen to me help sell blue chew chewables almost every week. Sarah, every once in a while, you do a, a fun little character around the apartment. And uh, sometimes I think it's hilarious. Other times it's very haunting. You did one last night. Oh, I do an array of characters. You don't like when I pretend to be like kind of mean, aggressive women that get you up get in your in face. Get in my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just thought Why about that. Why don't you that. like that? I just, it's just, it brings back some bad memories. Yeah, last night I was pretending to be a girl hooking up with you after a comedy <sighs> show that didn't know you that well. Ugh. And you like viscerally Ugh. were like, let's not do that. Every once in a while it just it just strikes a nerve. Yeah. Hits a chord. Yeah. And I can't. I can't. I See, can't. now, for me, it's just fun pretend because I never had to live it. Yeah. You know? I said, uh, what did I say to you about four years ago? You said that uh, that was, <laughs> you said you had a flashback to four years ago when yeah. things weren't going as well as they are now. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe appreciate me, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I do, you dumb dick. Sarah, we took in some live wrestling this past weekend. Before we jump back into I've the I've seen uh, so much wrestling, WWE lately. stuff. Uh, AAW at Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. That was a show that you got to watch and commentate all of, yes. and I probably saw like ten minutes of it. Oh yeah, because after was, the show, I was like, "What'd you think of that?" And you're like, "I didn't see that." I'm like, "What'd you think of that?" And you're like, "I didn't see that," because you were busy I was recording. Busy bees recording backstage, uh, having a lot of fun with the wrestlers for an untitled project. Yeah, and I saw some of your. Uh, untitled footage and it's it's very cool yeah also the next day you went to see rise pride and joy at no the... no no. that was sunday oh, we had sunday. saturday off because i went to my magical seminar in that's right rosemont tell you want to tell everyone no okay. and then i went to um tell them please won't you okay. sure it's just once um i went to the lululemon outlet store and <laughs> i don't think you need to tell them all that uh well you know i didn't tell them about the seminar okay that makes it sound like i'm going to landmark i'm not going to landmark it was yeah. like a gentle meditation seminar. there you go and then i went to rise on sunday which uh it was really a trip getting out there through the pride parade in so chicago we have the, uh, one of the largest pride parades here in chicago right by our we are uh the next neighborhood over is called boys town mm-hmm. uh and that is the heart of the pride parade and i went out earlier in the day to get my i always like these days where it's like oh shit you better go out and get your groceries i remember yeah, you have one chance to go outside today yes i remember the last year that new japan had Wrestle Kingdom on before they had uh, like Jr. calling it that one year when when Jeff Jarrett and Global Force put it out or whatever. This was there was like all right, it's uh, available in the U.S. but uh, just Japanese commentary, which was totally fine with me. And uh, and they're like that's the deal. It was Okada and uh, Tanahashi in the main event, Whew. and there was a huge snowstorm coming. And I went to the grocery store, and it was that like panic, of panic like, of there's no bread, bread, milk. And I'm like, oh, g- no, grab all your milk, weirdos. I'm gonna just grab all the fun food. You know what, what did I mean? You have? Oh, I think I grabbed a bunch of like frozen pizzas. I was eating like garbage at the time, so I was getting a lot of like frozen pizzas. Uh, I was getting a lot of chips, a lot See, of dips. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but there was supposed to be like a big storm recently, mm-hmm. like back in the winter. And I went to Target and I was looking at everybody. Oh, like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I think a guy just had three whole peppers and two kombuchas. And I was like, Buddy. cool, if you want to shit your pants on the snowstorm day. Buddy. But anyway, uh, I went out before the Pride Parade kicked in, got some groceries because I didn't go with you. Well, I was going to Rise, Pride, and Joy. Yes. Um, I was doing backstage filming for the show and then yes. also for Untitled Project. And I... Um, 
was meeting up with my buddy Rich there who helped out with the filming. And I said to myself, I'll give myself an hour. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Normally, it takes like 20 minutes in a car. But I was like, I'm not going to get a car today. It's going to be crazy. I'll take a bus downtown, hop on the blue line. Should be good. Yeah. Two buses go by completely jam-packed full. They're like yelling at people to get off. People and are it was pushing. Raining. And it started raining after I'd been waiting for a while. Yeah. So it starts thunderstorming. So I came back home after like 25 minutes and I was like, I'm losing time. This is crazy. You, uh, were, you were... I was very upset. You were close to breaking. I was weeping a little. But you didn't. But I got my raincoat and... I was blown away that you continued this journey. I got my raincoat, cried a little bit, said bye to you. I feel like you really love wrestling i must there you go so don't send emails saying i don't <laughs> then i went down the street yeah through the pride parade mm-hmm. and it was so crazy chaotic because i think people were starting to get a little antsy because it was raining yeah and it was very crowded so i thought i would walk to the train station there were literally 700 people waiting to get on the train <sighs> and so i pushed further although there were moments where you'd be like at a standstill and then some like bulky person would just like start elbowing through and that would start like a fight i walked through two different fights and then whenever i'm in situations like that i always just think like well when it's the end of the world this is what it'll be like yeah right or when just like one day you wake up and they're like the internet's gone and there's no money anymore and and all the food was a lie yeah 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 i just uh and here's if you want to know how i react to a situation like that um the only interacting i did with anyone else was a man's beautiful pride flower crown fell down and it was a crowd like kind of rushing by and i bent down and picked it up and gave it to him but then i just uh made it down to where the belmont bus started running got the bus to the train took the train you made it to logan square it was wild a carload like four or five girls women women had to drive from the east coast because all the flights were canceled because of the storms oh wow yeah so um it was kind of crazy, like the amount of like ass busting that people did to make and there sure were the show happened. Multiple people who made it there who were at the Fighter Fest. Yes, and uh, what was really cool is I was talking to Kevin Harvey, who um, set up the whole the show. CEO of Rise. CEO of Rise. He said that over fifty um, percent of the people there were first time watchers of rise wow and for a lot of people it was their very first wrestling show and let me tell you the vibe was very different yes uh i didn't see a lot of the regulars in the Mm -hmm. crowd there were like some of the regulars in the crowd but it was like it kind of felt like this really fun vibe and a lot of people were there said they don't normally go to wrestling because it feels a little exclusive but the show was like pointedly inclusive and then it was a very fun party the whole show i love it yeah any breakout stars of the show Oh, man. I thought Jamie was awesome. Um, I'm trying to remember Jamie's full wrestling name. Now I'm going to sound like a freaking dingus con. Um, I just started following Jamie, who is so fun in the ring. You showed me some uh, clips that you recorded there. Sunny Kiss and Nyla Rose were the hosts. Sunny Kiss and Nyla Rose and were the And they did host. costume changes? Uh, yeah, outfit changes for every single segment. Big fan. And both of them were so sweet and so fun. Here's a fun thing about Sunny Kiss. Please. If you're just like kind of all hanging out in the same area mm-hmm. and you like catch eyes with Sunny, she does this like cool, fun, like, hey, like little face, like nice. cute little like shoulder bop. And I was like, oh, man, so fun. Um, and I hear Effie cut a pretty cool promo. Jamie Senegal. Jamie Senegal. Punk rock queen, Jamie Senegal. Nice. Um, uh, 
from Pittsburgh. So wow. we had a fun, well, Pennsylvania, but we had a real fun conversation about um uh German people living in Pennsylvania. Nice. And uh Jamie is going to be going one-on-one in Berwyn November 1st against Mercedes Martinez who is also there uh battling Cassandra, which was an amazing nice. match. Uh Joey Ryan and Double D were there doing a like basically penis versus ass match, which wow. was wild. Very nice. And um yeah, it was just really fun. Crowd was just so fun and going crazy for everything. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I know who Jamie Senegal is. Yeah, Jamie Senegal's great. Very cool. Oh well, Sarah, as we talked about, but we uh had to put on Oh wait, hold. I need to mention Please. Uh Effie cut a real killer promo about making sure to book like queer talent and mm-hmm. people who don't normally get booked and it's like, hey, when Pride Month ends, everybody's gonna turn their backs, but I'm gonna like and basically in this real heelish way, like so I'm gonna I'm force gonna myself and get all my hey. friends everything we want, but it was real, real cool. I love it. Yeah. Very All cool. Right. Now, Pride and Joy. Let's get back to the Bischoff and Heyman situation. Kind of interesting. Uh, in one week's time, we're leading yeah, with been. WWE, uh, and and Raw was good. Raw was really fun. Raw did not feel like homework. It did not feel like no, three it was hours. Interesting. Yeah. You looked over at me and you go, "Is this show almost over?" And I said, "This is the last match." And you went, "Oh my god!" That never happens. Never happens. You know when that normally happens? What? Two hours in. I go, is this the last match? Yes, two hours in. It, there was still that that whole thing about no wrestling during commercials is still making for a, a wonky program. They'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, the big opening with Lashley and Braun going through the Titan Tron. I got uh, multiple text messages of like, what's going on on Raw? I'm not watching. Or somebody asked, is this real? Which is always like, oh, they That's got somebody. That's when they got something. They got somebody. Corey Graves yelled, holy shit. They're kind of moving away from PG. Mm-hmm. Um I think the vibe of everybody, especially after Raw, was Heyman, he's not going to be a problem at all. This will probably be pretty cool if Vince lets him do his thing. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown felt pretty normal. SmackDown felt pretty SmackDown-ish. Yeah. Nothing major changed there. Mm-hmm. I'm still curious, are people going to be exclusive to one show or the other? If not, that's going to be a little weird. Here's what I'd do. What? Put Renee in charge of SmackDown. Someone said, <laughs> well, that would be fun. Someone said, should they do a whole new draft? Now that and and make it like and make it really clear, but the only thing kind is, of legit. Fox is saying you better. I know they not, want, they want who yeah. they want. So I'm sure USA it yeah. also wants some big stars on there too. Or do you just say there's no more brand, brand split? Yeah, go back to when it was just silly bears. But then what's I don't know. It's very interesting. We'll have to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, people are kind of curious about Bischoff because he hasn't yet but put in charge or even really like working side by side with Vince. Um, in past interviews, you know, he was kind of when asked about WWE, he was he like, "He said it's glossy." He said it was a little glossy, a little too fun, a little, I mean, a little too like predictable, predictable and corporate. He, it's like, yeah, you you wouldn't have like people bursting through things. Yeah. And- now I know a lot of people are real down on Bischoff, and and Dave loves just throwing him under the. Dave loves calling him like a con man, and like this guy hasn't done any. He had like, two good years in wrestling and stuff uh-huh. like that. I would listen to. Uh, Bischoff's podcast with Conrad every once in a while, uh, especially like after I read the Nitro book, there were a couple episodes I would go to watch or I, I would listen to to kind of see what Bischoff had to say about that. Mm. And what's re- what's interesting with Bischoff is he's I think this podcast that he's done with Conrad is is a huge help to him. Yeah, they are watching old WCW stuff, which he he has a shit memory. There's so many things where he's like, I don't remember that, I don't remember that, but I mean. He's watching old Nitros. He's seeing what worked, what didn't work. 
He's uh, doing his homework. He read the Nitro book. He even said, which was very interesting, was like after I read the Nitro book, I was like, wow. Uh, they were talking about the the Nitro did this relaunch with Bischoff and Russo together. Mm-hmm. And God, I wonder if Russo's like, my call's coming anytime soon, baby. You know what I mean? But Bischoff, after he watched that, he had a real interesting point of view about that. And then he was like, God, I almost bought WCW. Him and his him and his, he had this group put together, uh, and they almost bought WCW. But at the last second, the group was like, the deal's off, Eric, because they couldn't get TV on TNT. Okay. Which, ironically enough, wrestling's coming back to TNT. But anyway, it's the dream of the '90s is alive in wrestling. That's you right. Tweeted that's not right. four days ago. But he said he's like, you know what? Thank God I didn't get it. He's like, this is, this company was fucked up. So yeah, you know, he, he's had some time to sort of look back on things with a, a fresh perspective. And no memory. And no memory. God, he really has such a bad memory. And and he's also, uh, you know, there's. It's interesting because when he went to TNA, him and Hogan went to TNA years ago, and left a real bad taste in a lot of the talent's mouth. Mm-hmm. And there, are a lot of those people are in WWE right now. Oh, that's interesting. Guys who he were just like, I don't did know. Did he who leave you any are. real bad shits in a lot of the talent's bags? He did not do that. But unfortunately, him and Hogan didn't win everybody over what wait hogan was divisive on a roster him and hogan went to tna to take over and it was there's oh there's this clip of so they got flair and then flair managed aj and uh uh, beer money which was bobby Roode and james storm frankie kazarian they were called fortune they were Mm -hmm. like the new four horsemen and there's a scene where hogan comes out and all these guys have to bump for Hogan. And it's, mm. I mean, they're doing backflips to sell for Hogan's punches and stuff. <laughs> that was their big, you know, plan or whatever. So hopefully. Uh, I feel like Hogan's main card that he has to play is like, aren't I pretty fucking cool? Well, I mean, in the past, he's been like, uh, Young Bucks, love to join the Bullet Club. And Velveteen Dream, love to manage you. And everyone's just kind of like, cool, but cool. no. No, we're so, we're good. Thank you so much, old man. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know. No, I. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Bischoff the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. and we'll see. Because he's the another guy. Of the cookie. He's another guy who on on podcasts or on you know interviews you see on YouTube and stuff like that. He says all the right stuff. Oh, if I was in charge, I would do this and do that. But when he's been in charge after you know WCW. It hasn't been great. Do you think Eric Bischoff is the Aaron Burr of wrestling? And when you watch Hamilton, he's like, you never had an opinion on anything. You just said everything that was right. If you stand for nothing, what the hell will you fall for? Okay. Well, um, I don't know. We'll have to see about that. All right. Well, we'll see if anyone agrees with me. Um, I definitely think that once he's in charge or has a, a bit of a say, I think uh, he's got a little work to do because I think... Uh, so far, Heyman out of the gate has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Um, I like. I wonder too if Heyman just immediately took initiative, whereas Bischoff's kind of waiting for people to give him the okay to do stuff. Well, I think he needs a little crash course in what's going on as well. You know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah. And that's that's what see, happens with some of these okay. people. Heyman seems to know like what's going on. Well, he's there every week, right? As he should, and he's a, a true student of the game. And I right. don't think I think so even if he was gone, who- he would know. If Triple H was not on the table, yeah. who would you replace Bischoff with? Do you oh, think that would be question. like a good um, um, runner? Maybe like an Adam Pierce uh, who ran Ring of Honor mm-hmm. or, you know, Jeff Jarrett's there. If you want to do kind of like more of a, well, I'd say old school, but when he was in charge of TNA, it was pretty wild. Hurricane is there. I don't know how much. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I still, I'm sticking with Renee. There's no, yes. 
there's nobody who jumps out as like the one person other than Renee. Other than Renee, I don't know. But I mean, what if Renee was running SmackDown? Well, Moxley's taking over the rest of wrestling. I mean... And then it's all a long con, and they join it all together, and it's like the WWAEW. Pretty wild. That's what Russo thinks is going to happen, so there you go. Bro! Uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, Raw was interesting. Lashley and uh, Braun... Uh, no, no Bray Wyatt puppets. No Bray Wyatt puppets. That, that I know of. I, don't, I didn't think I saw anything. I think they're sleeping him to bring him out on Extreme Rules. I mentioned when uh, they were putting... Braun in the limo that would have been kind of funny if one of the <laughs> animals popped up oh. or something. He looks really hurt. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Post Wrestling, which is uh, John Pollock and Wei Ting's podcast. Yeah, they do obviously reviews of every show afterwards, and I, I that's when I know like I'm I'm interested in something when I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to all sorts of reviews, and I listened to John and Wei, and they made a great point. Uh, they said if this was Vince fully in charge there would have been like a gopro you would have had a point of view of like braun and rome and and bobby going through the fucking tron there would have been a, a camera backstage of them busting like they just use that high up kind of like what was supposed to be like a security camera footage or yeah. whatever here's, i thought that was a good move here's what i would have done what forever ago and i would bring this back now vanguard one <laughs> has a free live stream Every show yeah. of just what Vanguard's wanted. And sometimes you'll get like a little wrestling. Most of the time it'll just be like people staring at it from the crowd or yeah. it'll like go backstage. And and sometimes it'll just be hanging out outside the venue. But it's like what a fun way to do like sneaky little like, yeah, you're getting content. It's yeah. live. It's not awesome, but it's drone footage from Vanguard 1. And mm. then he always shows up if it's like a Matt Hardy segment. Yeah. And you get to see that. And then he, well. That would be uh, interesting. Yeah, put me in charge, guys. I, I wonder, got some fun ideas. I wonder what Vanguard One is up to now that Matt Hardy's doing the old, uh, the old. It's hard it's to be Matt hard Hardy. Hard to be shit. Matt Hardy. I think. Um, I don't know. Vanguard One though needs to come back. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. Also, everybody. DJ just agreed with you. Everybody seems to really enjoy the uh, the Drake Maverick uh, honeymoon oh, storyline. I think it's great that he incorporated wrestling into his real wedding. Now we. Would that I could this. be so lucky. We t- we talked about this during uh, the show. Do you think they did it the right way, or should he have pinned Truth and snuck the title in his luggage and been like, "Yeah, let's go on our honeymoon," and the wife didn't know, Renee Michelle didn't know. Oh, um, oh, that's what you were saying. That's what I was saying because I know this way everyone's like, "Well, it's kind of cool because it's like he's taking the twenty four seven title on yeah. a honeymoon." Yeah, which I think is funny, also. But it I just, is a, it's an extra funny. You know what you're working on is a farce, right there. I am. You're writing a farce. I am. That's uh, two levels ahead of what WWE's doing. Yeah, I'm writing on a uh, a farce level. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Real Jeeves and Worcester shit. That's good shit. That's his, yeah. Uh, speaking of Dave Meltzer, uh, he reported that the WWE wants to get those sweet, sweet teens' eyes on the product before <laughs> AEW starts up weekly. Please tell me the quote that you said earlier when we were talking about this. Hey, teens, you think Jungle Boy's cool? Have you seen Randy Orton lately? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hello, fellow kid. Hello. Oh, here's the here's what I want. I want uh, that that meme of. Uh, Steve Buscemi mm-hmm. from yep. the movie where he's like, With hey, the- f- it's a music 
fan or whatever. Hello, fellow kids. Hello, fa- hello, fellow teens. And I want Seth. Skateboard. I want Seth's head on that body. Oh, and uh, dude, listen. Hey, wait. I was gonna tell you something. What? Certifiably, yeah. Jungle Boy is like a teen idol for wrestling. I think he is. We know that because uh, Roxy Allen is yes. a big Jungle Boy what fan. What does she say when he comes out? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I think, uh, yeah, I think, I th- and you know, it's so funny. Certified grade A white meat baby face. <laughs> I love watching old uh, NWA wrestling. I love watching mm-hmm. the Crockett Cup. I love watching just an old episode of World Championship Wrestling or something like that, and. I am telling you, or like world class when those Von Erics come out and you hear all those women Ooh, screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like more women than men. Yeah. It's wild. But I think uh Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus is the best combination. It's a wonderful combo. When they come out together, it's it's Luchasaurus posted a training school ten picture. years ago. And Jungle Boy, teeny weeny baby Jungle Boy, yeah. was still just like right above him behind him in the picture, and it's kinda like, oh man. It's very cool. I am so into that partnership and also um i think that the wrestling community is really rallied behind jungle boy absolutely and i i love rightfully that rightfully so um if the wwe wants to get those teens uh the talk is they're gonna have to bring in some younger talent mm-hmm. i would say wwe's average wrestler is probably like 57 no but I mean, they're like all a little older. Yeah. Everyone's like thirties or up. Yeah, that's because it makes us feel more s- safe. There's no real like super young talent. Leo Rush was there for a minute. He twenty three year old piece of twenty three year old piece of gold is gone right now. Um, who would you bring in to make the WWE cool? Matt Riddle. Well, he yeah. And I'm age, talking- I know Riddle age wise might be a, a little older than everyone thinks he is, but but still style wise, style wise, yeah. that's what teens are into. Um, I'm Adam talking- Cole. Indies though, um, Adam Cole's is he hip for teens? Teens love Adam Cole. Really? This I is... thought that this was like I thought that Adam Cole was like um, dudes in their twenties who are trying to figure it out. Love Adam Cole because he seems like he's like got listen, it. I think know. I think the teens. Are you googling? Do no. teens like Adam Cole? <laughs> no, I'm gonna text our friend Cash. Mm-hmm. And he's going to let me know. <laughs> uh, I think the Velveteen Dream. Roxy's brother, Cash. I think Velveteen Dream. Yeah, Velveteen Dream. But I'm talking about indies, like young, actual well, young you don't people. Have to, we're not, we're, I guess Velveteen we're Dream not, is We're young. not talking indies. We're talking NXT because that's who's but ready WWE to come up. WWE is trying to scoop everybody from everywhere. Right. So who should they be scoop? Trey Miguel, you said, was Trey freaking Miguel amazing was so awesome at, AW. at AW. He Teens can get behind Trey Miguel. Yes. Faster than they can get behind Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton looks like a cop. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Randy Orton looks like he should have a badge around a necklace around him. Yep. One of those beaded necklaces around his neck. Under his shirt, but you're like, I can, I know I you're can a cop. see it. Yeah. 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 Um, That's yeah. what I think. I think teens are going to get behind Kylie Ray For sure. But I think AW does have a lot of like teen talent. Well, they Not got... that they're teenagers, but like... Right. Talent, well, talent, and we'll get into AW, but tweens. it's like a lot of those people, they're like, teens. they're 23, they're 22, they're 24. Like, they've got legit young talent, yeah, who when they're on camera doesn't look like MJF ah. is 16 years old. I know he lies and says he's. Did you see what that motherfucker posted on Twitter today? No, Selena was never good. Okay, 
That uh, our buddy DJ Accident Report said he's like a cartoon version of a wrestling heel. Like he's such a heel, very over the top. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as the uh, the young talent WWE is going to push, it seems like Ricochet is the uh, the first. Yeah. Of of hopefully many of young talent that uh, will get pushed and try to get and those teens. I can see teens liking him. I'm well, real in touch with what the teens like. Did you get a text back from your teen? Well, not yet. He's probably doing teen stuff. He's right probably now. playing Fortnite. But anyway, ironically, here's what I'll say about Ricochet. That promo he did on Monday night was rough. Oh yeah. And um, I tell you what. Seth, it's hard to do a good promo. Seth says he's the best wrestler in the world. He wasn't the best sports entertainer on Monday night because that Seth? promo that Seth did with Becky was... So awkward. <laughs> oh, no. But it's a bummer, and I'm going to say this, say and it. people might be upset with me. Say it. It's a bummer when a couple doesn't have fun together on screen. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I love you. That promo and the two of them and their chemistry was. Ooh, it was like, uh, do you ever have a conversation with someone you don't know that well and the rhythm's just like a little off and yes. you're just like, oh, should I? It feels like we're you... Skyping and that... the connection is off. Yeah. Oh, it feels like that clip I showed you of the two guys doing improv over FaceTime. Jesus. It's terrible. Um, yeah, it was very like, oh. <laughs> I mean, pff, pff. <laughs> oh, man, it was bad. <laughs> Like, dude. Hey, no one was like, "Hey, this isn't good. Maybe we should do this again." If that wasn't live, what if they? What if that was the best take they got? Oof. Then I. Then I don't know. Uh, I don't know how long <laughs> this is gonna last. I'll be on. Hey, but here's the thing. I what? mentioned this to you. Yeah. That um. I mentioned to you. What'd you mention to me? I don't remember what I was gonna say. I was checking to see if Cash texted us. No, back. he hasn't. No, please tell me what did you mention to um, me? Um. That oh that their relationship, it's it's a lot of pressure to put on a couple to be like, and your new relationship sure. is a storyline. You have to stay together and have. And it's like, what if you had just had like a weird like semi fight that morning? Yeah, and then you don't see each other all day, no, no, and no. then you have to be like, you're traveling together. They're traveling together, probably work. They're working Ooh, out. They're together. probably seeing a lot of each other, huh? Listen, I don't know, Seth. Hey. Yeah. I think it's, and I know that it's very important to let you have your own time sometimes. Yeah. And that it's built in during the day I go to work and yeah. you have to wait all day if you want to see me mm-hmm. most days. But we're about to go into a freaking like, four day weekend and like, you're going to get your fill. I, I feel like Seth was probably a guy who enjoyed his uh, road time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think he's probably. <laughs> Why'd you say that like it was a euphemism? You know what I mean? Road time? No, I mean, look, the guy's. He's he's a you know he's a dude he's been yeah. caught doing dude stuff and paid the price when his ex you know put his ass on put his ass out on Twitter and yep. and uh, leak and that's leak like nudes and a stuff. weird thing where it's like that public history is yeah. known by everyone involved sure and that's like you know sure and unknown. I know you used to be and a bad unknown. boy with drugs stop <laughs> and also and the women cops. and also women oh no you always had I'm trouble in that you. department I'm just like kidding that. you're so handsome Seth, pro- Seth probably misses just hot babes sliding into his DMs and him being a real dirtball day just texting him yeah I know the deal and I get the yeah I don't know I don't want to investigate too much because I don't know them and that's not fair we don't but know them but I will say we that don't know their lives. I wish their promo had been a little more we fun we just wish they had a better promo and you know what that's coming from a core desire for humanity to sure. enjoy the rest of humanity okay me, so it's ask, not judgmental let me ask you a question Sarah yeah 
you think Becky should still have two belts? At this point, yeah, it'd be kind of. They haven't even like Has really that made SmackDown a big title on Bailey's waist. Made it worth taking it off of Becky and and bringing her down just a little bit. Well, you know what. I think it's good that Bailey has it because Bailey was really having a dumpster of a while yeah. at the WWE. And you know what? What if they never the took thing- those tag titles off of Sasha and Bailey? Mm. They were still the champs, and Becky was still Becky Two Belts. And Becky was Becky Two Belts with uh, no boyfriend that we always, had heard of. No, 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 no. And she could always kind of say to Seth, like, well, I have two belts. See, that'd be nice. But I feel like I get the sense that they wanted to have them both have equal status in that promo. Yeah. But, like, she's definitely got more status as a champ. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. Uh, because she also didn't get in a ding-dong, willy-willy fight with Will Ospreay. Well, he apologized. Did Will say anything? Yeah, he said, not not a problem at all. I think you're great. You can buy me some Nandos next time. You know what was crazy? What? After Seth tweeted that out, mm-hmm. somebody had a he live... He said he knew right when he tweeted that out that that wasn't the right move. Yeah, so delete it. Yeah. And then be like, yep, if anyone who screenshotted this, I made a mistake. Don't leave yeah. it up for four days. Uh, somebody got a live reaction of Will Ospreay reading that tweet and posted it on TikTok. Yeah. And it was just him going, oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done that. <laughs> Someone, Okada punched him in the face off camera. Uh, guess what? I've got, what? I've got oh, perfect. news from Cash Allen. All right. Now, on the subject of who do the teens want to see or who do the teens who like? Who are the teens into, especially younger talent? Jungle Boy. MJF, Alley Cat, Joshua Bishop, Whoa. Marco Stunt, Aussie Open, Chris Brooks, Millie McKenzie, RJ City, okay. Party Marty DeRosa, okay. Get out of here. <laughs> Session Moth, Jonathan Gresham, The Rascals, and Jordan Grace. Okay. Here's what Dude, I'm... I think I think we weren't too far off. Here's what I'm noticing. Yeah. Teens like wrestlers who are Close Active to on teens in age-wise. Except teens. for Party Marty DeRosa. Yeah, he, that guy is... That 75 guy is, years they old. They call him America's oldest teenager. Um, DJ Accident Report said, after you die, I'm going to turn into Helen in real life and just have sure exactly are. 10 years of fun, oh, and then I'll die. For sure. <laughs> I can picture our apartment, but like in that Johnny Cash Hurt video where it's just all old and like... <laughs> he said, after... Marty passes away from parentheses whooshing, ethereal whooshing noise. Yeah. You'll become Helen. Yes. He didn't want to reveal what the you'll, China doll said to him. You'll wake up and your hair will instantly be all gray. White. White. Shock white. There you go. But a lot of those people, too, that he mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, smaller wrestlers. Yep. Jonathan Grisham, the Rascals. RJ said he's tall, man. RJ's, RJ's. I told you. I told. I said when I met him, I said, you tweet a lot smaller than you he are. He tweets small. But he runs big. But he runs big. Very um, interesting. <laughs> I told Cash we read that live on the podcast, and he said, "Heck yes, my cool buds! Fire, hang ten, fire, hang ten. I think that's good stuff. But yeah, I think I think the teens are going to want to see other wrestlers who remind them of the teens. Yeah, feel free to tweet at us. Um, what teens? What What are your teens now? Not what you think the teens? Yes, you have to have gotten an answer from a from real a live teen, teen. A real tweens teenager. also acceptable. Absolutely, yeah, even more so between the tweens. Between the teens, <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I think that's. I think those all make sense. Those are all picks that are are Joshua Bishop, younger talent, cooler talent. Yeah, you know, if you're a teen and you see Dana Brooke, you're probably like, I don't know, this lady doesn't speak this to me mom much. is like. But then Session Moth Martina comes out drinking and dancing, and you're like, this is cool. And somebody I like, this. like Jordan Grace is so like Twitter savvy. Mm-hmm. 
somebody like <laughs> somebody messaged her on her DMs and was like, "Hey, I hope that's not the real you that's on Google Hangouts because I thought you had feelings for your husband." And she just quote tweeted it and was like, "Oh no, oh boy, somebody's on Google Hangouts being like, yeah, I'm Jordan Grace and like I'm not into my dude anymore, but I am into you.' It's like, what, what are we doing?" Mean? Sarah, on the other side of the wrestling coin, we had AEW's Fire Fighter Fest. I, I, we got so confused between dude, Fight for the Fallen and Fighter Fest. Never again will a company promote two shows. It was too confusing. Or if you are, and I was do very like, tired. We have the Sun Show and the Moon Show. <laughs> well, we did the Fighter Fest show. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I think about this show. I enjoyed the actual show itself. Mm-hmm. I thought the pre-show was a little wonky. You know what's interesting? What? This is an AEW pattern where, like, the press conference or the pre-show or the, like, stuff before the thing that was really the main meat of the show is yeah. usually a little, like, um, is that the choice? What do you think of those press conferences after the show press conference? I like the after the yeah. show press conferences. Real cool. But you know what I'm talking about when they were in Vegas and, yes. like, there was some wonky, like, they didn't mic the crowd, so, like, when people would go up on stage, they'd be like... <laughs> Hello, yeah, that's I know he's right. And you're like, I can't hear what they're saying. I know. Are they like, well, say that again, everybody. Let me hear you. It sounded so much. We talked about that. It sounded like in the Laugh Factory when you just hear the the monitor and the people are like, (laughs) we're all having so much fun. Dead silence, dead silence. I thought they had a real chance to really close in on the gap. Not not that they're going to catch up WWE or whatever. WWE's gigantic. They've been doing it forever. But I thought this was like a really great opportunity to be like, Check out the cool... Hey, teens, check out the cool stuff we're doing over here. Yeah. And I <laughs> thought the pre-show was real weird. The Michael Nakazawa versus Alex Jabaley was fine. Yeah. You it, know what I, it you, you know what like I thought about? It felt like you needed to be in the understanding to fully appreciate it. Here's what I thought about that match. Yeah. When I wrestled at Pancakes and Pile Drivers. Mm-hmm. Party Marty DeRosa. Party Marty All DeRosa. All the teams are talking and, about you. And Colt, let's party Cabana. <laughs> uh, I think it's Boom Boom, but sure. Yeah. But you know what I mean. <laughs> had Had... Uh, Sammy Callahan said, hey, you guys are going to wrestle there, but it'll be like the pre-show and it won't be on the, the live stream or whatever. I would have thought, sure, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, and I th- don't think they had to put this match on TV. Oh, like it's kind of a fun treat for the yeah. people who showed up. Because back in the day. Because it's not somebody who's like a wrestling on the roster. Right. Back in the day, especially in Chicago, they would do these matches mm-hmm. with like Man Cow versus like Jimmy Hart and stuff like that. And I remember being like, no one gives a fuck about this in Chicago, let alone the whole country. Yeah. So, and how I, was Man Cow? What? How was Man Cow taking bumps? Terrible. He broke Jimmy Hart's fucking leg. <laughs> really? It was terrible. It was a night. It was he just, did that? Not on purpose, but just yeah, him but being like, an idiot. Oh no! It was just a disaster. Oh God! Can you imagine if you're like, yeah, I'm gonna wrestle this guy that's not a wrestler, and you get your leg broken? Yeah, it would not be fun. No, what a fuck! That was weird. The librarian thing. We've looked at each other multiple times, and we're like, this just ain't working. It's just like, I feel like we didn't hit the gas pedal too hard on embodying the spirit of a librarian. Like yes. neither of them look like librarian. And they I look told like, you, like cosplay librarians, which is you? fine. I said if if this was the WWE, I will give them credit. Everybody would have been like, they would have. Dude, get that blue out of your hair. Yep. And also, it's like... You're cutting your hair. You're going to look like a real librarian. Or, like, keep it in the bun, but, like, put some gray streaks in there. Like, yes. Be, like, a bitter... Like, I feel like um, the issue with the librarian gimmick is the whole way along, it's been very, like, winky-binky. Like, but what is it? We're What doing, is it? It's, it's like a... This is a gimmick that I, we think 
think people will understand. And I get that it was like, there's two. Oops, we have two. I guess they're going to have to. But then the whole foundation is built on these two people don't really like each other. They don't know why the other one is there. There's no investigation of it. I don't understand. And then there's like just a series of like kind of weaker gimmicks. Yeah. Against like Allie, who's amazing. I know why she didn't change her Twitter. Why? Because she had to lose her verification. for a long time, they weren't giving out check marks. So you'll get it back. You're at a giant company. But again. today, a bunch of AEW wrestlers, including Sonny Kiss, got their check marks. Got their check marks. MJF yeah. still doesn't have his. I love that. Ryan Satin was like, that's what happens when you make fun of Selena. Hey, I love it. I wonder if they're just like, yeah, this MJF guy, we can't. We they can't. DM'd MJF Twitter. Yeah. Like, at Verified. Yeah. And went, bitty, bitty, fuck you. Okay. Yeah, it was well, kind of weird. Allie, look, you don't have that blue check mark for a couple months. It's not the end of the world. Let's get that impact off the fucking Twitter handle. Allie impacted by AEW. But the main show delivered. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a great time. Uh, I fell asleep, too, but Great matchups. <laughs> what was your favorite match that you saw? The um, Nyla Rose versus the Stardom Girls. Yes. Is Stardom the right word? Um, is that not the right word? I don't know what company they're all from, but the the Yuko and Ryo, um, they were fantastic. Somebody had a very beautiful tweet that Nyla Rose retweeted that was like, Nyla Rose looks like a gorgeous young mother trying to get her children to go to bed. And I told her at Rise how much I liked that tweet. She said, legit, laughed out loud. Oh, that's funny. Very um, funny. Nyla Rose is a really good person to stand next to and just make a little comment to yes. about the show we had a we had a nice series awesome. of time <laughs> i like that yeah me too but yeah i mean i thought that match was fantastic um this was another show that i thought the the build was cool as far as all the matches go the order and everything like oh, that everybody liked uh darby allen i think a lot of people who had never seen yeah. him before got to kind of be like holy shit i could tell that jr was a little interested in his backstory yeah, and the story of his back after that match. Oh, man, hitting that post. Oh, and we kept noticing that um, they really mentioned the refs. Every match, refs' names are being said. Because at first, I had a little suspicion that they were just talking about Aubrey because she's a woman, yeah. and I got a little like, is this misogynistic? And then throughout the show, you're like, oh, they're mentioning everybody's I was like, name. okay, all right, you know what, give it a pass. Because I really like that the referees have um, identities and personalities yes. and that was one of the things when we when i came back to um rise pride and joy uh a lot of people were talking to me specifically about aubrey what a great ref she was yeah. other refs and you know what i got to spend some time with bryce remsburg yeah. who is such a sweetheart yeah uh like got some got some gossip that uh for years he's been just like a well-known advocate for other referees and like making sure people yeah. get like time on shows. And I said boldly that Bryce Rumsberg is the Marty DeRosa of refing because you in the comedy world, people come up to me and be like, Oh, one of the first like established comedians who was nice to me was Marty. Uh -huh. And I'm starting to hear that from refs of people being like, Oh, Bryce has always gone out of his way to like awesome. help me out and make me feel accepted. And That's awesome. Uh, in the four when you mentioned, of course, Jungle Boy coming out with Luchasaurus. It was Adam Page versus Jimmy Havoc versus MJF versus the aforementioned Jungle Boy. Uh, there were some people who thought that Adam Page, who's the you know one of the number one contenders who will wrestle for the title in Chicago, that he got outshined by MJF and Jungle Boy in that match. What say you? Um, I think that Adam Page is in a tough spot because there's so much amazing talent around him. Mm -hmm. I think he's awesome. But he's got a very like um, normal 
gimmick or do like you, normal persona of like I'm like you know doing my thing I work hard I'm a good wrestler but like Jungle Boys from the jungle and MJF is like the from, king from of the, the asshole island asshole yeah. Long Island like yeah. he's and it's also like everyone recognizes what a special talent MJF is because yeah. immediately every promotion that I've seen him in has given him a mic like night one, yep. which is crazy. Yep. Like I've seen some, I've seen some guys wrestle for the last five years and never get to do a promo and mm-hmm. ring. And it's just like a known thing of like, if you're not giving MJF a mic, you're wasting your money. Yeah. And I thought that his promo before the show started making fun of the video game guys. And, and then I it, mean, uh, just wild. His, his post, his post, post interview was wild. He does a fun thing where he varies his tone. I think some people, when they feel like they're being needing to heal it up, like yell. But he'll do a thing where he'll get right up in somebody's yeah. face and be like, "Oh yeah, is that what you should think, asshole?" And you're like, "Jeez, okay." Pretty wild. Yeah, it's fun the different techniques that he uses. Teens love him. Do you think that um, Adam Page is being sort of showcased as one of the top guys? Yeah, I think he's in the collection of top guys but it's interesting because in the olden days that was just a group of friends that made fun videos together and now it's like you are the forerunners of this company so it's like he got put in a really cool kind of lucky position Mm -hmm. it's not to say he doesn't deserve to be there but it is to say like he has a lot to prove yeah by just because you know like the young bucks and cody have this like special situation where it's like amazing tag team former wwe hangman page is kind of like he could be a lot of other similar guys on the indies sure so he does have a little bit bigger shoes to fill but i don't think he's not gonna not fill them with that with the sort of original guys like you said cody the bucks kenny i think nobody can be the champs right out of the gate Mm -hmm. i think they all have to kind of like i'll just do my thing it's so Isn't perfect. It crazy. I got word that Tony Khan's going to be the first champion of AEW, and then he's going to dissolve the company and be like, "Gotcha." Get out of here. Can you imagine? <laughs> if he just all of a sudden was like, or like, I'm the I'm Jericho's manager. He just like loses his mind. <laughs> yeah, off. that's like, dude, be careful. He seems like nice. But though. I think with Adam Page, I think that's an I think that's a good call of like, if it was just like Kenny's going to win the title first or Cody's going to win the title first, I think people would be like, mm, yeah, yeah. I think this is a little interesting. It's a good move. Uh, you mentioned uh, Cody and Darby Allen. That was uh, one of my favorite matches. Once again, Darby Allen is a magical mover. He is. I love calling his matches in AAW. I think he's such a talented wrestler. But Cody, sneaky Cody, mm-hmm. at all in, I thought his match with Magnus, or Nick Aldis, sorry, was better than it should have been. Mm-hmm. It kind of stole the show. Uh, and then. He had his match with his brother, Goldust, the former yep. Goldust. Oh, you think he's trying to steal? Stole the show. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not saying he's trying. Mm-hmm. And he's very smart. I think he's not closing out any shows. He's just got his spot. Mm-hmm. He's in that sweet spot of the card, middle, yep, where middle. everyone's like zazzed. Like in a comedy show, there's yep. certain spots where you're like, that's the sweet spot. You don't want to be in the check drop. You don't want to be during the check drop or at the end or at the beginning. You want to be right in that middle end. I always think uh, third is like such a good spot in any show. Yeah. Because uh, magic happens in threes. So, this match with Darby, they went to a draw. It was very cool. Cody was... And you pointed out, like, how often are people excited about a draw? Yeah. You know? Yeah. If it's done right, it's like, ooh. It was very cool. Made Darby uh, a star. Darby, I think, uh, could do 
so much like I always picture him as an actor because like in his matches like obviously one side of his face is painted Mm -hmm. but like the expression that you see in his whole face like he's one of those guys where I just like watch him sometimes and I'm have spoken to him very few times because he's got kind of an intimidating yeah persona do you remember after aw at bourbon street they took the ring down and we were still there yeah. for some reason and he was just skateboarding around all yeah. the cups and papers on the ground and, and like it was somebody should have been filming he it. also uh like travels in his gear yeah he uh posted that this week because Brody king was like american airlines you still haven't found my bag it's been four days and darby on was like yeah that's why i always travel in my gear and like blah 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 and then Brody king like said something kind of funny back it was just like okay it's because you're a weirdo yeah um of course everybody lost their minds in the match when sean spears came out and did the chair shot to cody uh guess what who didn't like that who me sarah yeah. shockey how did that how did that uh hit you no pun intended because he was bleeding so much and there was that upset silence of everyone yeah. being like oh no that shouldn't have happened and he was bleeding like he got shot in the head and chair shot in the head and that beautiful blonde hair showing that blood and like it just yeah it just felt irresponsible and like i was upset that they kept showing it yeah yeah, I They mean, showed it like 400 times before they well, knew whether it was okay. And then, meanwhile, we got the commentary team being like, yeah, yeah CTE's a I real know. thing, and he could be brain dead, you know, pretty soon. is actually kind of crazy. He might never walk again. You're like, cool, JR, is now the time to do that? I have very delicate sensibilities. And then some people were, like, giving the bucks shit, because in their promo, their interview afterwards, they're like, I don't know, man, the chair was gimmick, so like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> But I said I think I – and I would always wondered, like, why they don't use more – Cardboard chairs? Props as far as the chair goes, like more of a yeah. gimmick chair. But, yeah, the back of it sliced him open and 12 it, staples, and like, no concussion. Yeah, his little uh, skin was all flapped up. Did you see his the, – there was a picture of Cody. Uh, he had put his suit back on and he was – Oh, and it was, like, dribbling down. And it was down. dribbling onto his suit. Cody – He's such a lunatic. Cody, just – you know what? How about you just go casual the night that you bleed – what a Leaders lunatic out of the back of but head. i will say um him and sean spears back in ovw had a very cool feud and they're going to rekindle it and they did a very fun little sean spears tweeted out there was a uh a, a video on one of their eight million youtube channels nightmare family or whatever or you know whatever the fuck they have so many videos mm-hmm. of like so many different series or whatever like march to fighter fest whatever the fuck but they were like talking about the signing of Sean Spears and and Cody goes, he's a good hand. And Sean Spears just tweeted out a loop of him just going, he's a good hand. He's a good hand, which is kind of like a backhanded compliment of like calling a wrestler like, Oh, he's a good mechanic. You know? He's yeah. 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 And, uh, that'll be real cool. I think, I think that feud, it's going to be interesting because obviously Sean Spears wasn't pushed to the moon at all when he went to the main roster in WWE. Well, he had his moment. Yeah. He had his 10 minutes. Oh, good. Nice pun. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, his rumble spot or whatever, and you know, putting a U.S. title match here oh, there just man. to get a pin. But I just got an idea for a show. What? Rumble Stiltskin. Yeah. And the it's still coming to me. Okay. Because I got the name first. Sure. Well, that's really all you need. You put a bunch of new guys. Yeah. From the indies, this is like a new AEW thing. Uh huh. And they are all nameless, and then the winner. Is Rumpelstiltskin? It gets to be, uh, gets to choose their name and join the company, and the name is whatever they want it to be. 
guaranteed, and join AEW. Even if it's um, piss piss fucky pants. <laughs> what was our one name that we came up with? Tom Champion. No. Fu- oh, Skyler. Fuck. Skyler. Fuck. But wouldn't that be fun to have a bunch of people come out in like just like the same yes. like young boys outfits, and then the winner is like named and joins the company, and it's a pre-show, but it's called Rumble Stiltskin. Absolutely. And everyone note that I thought of this and that I get the royalties. You're going to get it all. The check is in the mail. Hey, what would you name yourself if you won Rumble Stiltskin? Skylar Fuck. You would? Sure. No, you're not a Skylar Fuck. Yeah, and I'm going to wear a... a, Here's my deal. Skylar Fuck, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to wear a mask. And the mask (laughs) is going to have like a guy who looks like Skylar Fuck photo printed on Ew, the mask oh that's so that's and, gonna be like uncanny valley upsetting fake long hair beautiful that's gonna fake be long really hair. upsetting you know what i did as a kid i always thought if i was a masked wrestler mm-hmm. i would have fake like blonde hair coming out of the back of my wig so nobody would know it's me that would be cool yeah um do you want to know who, what name i would pick yes i would be the biggest heel in wrestling and i'd just be deborah <clears throat> just deborah deborah okay all caps Yep. <laughs> exclamation point. No exclamation. Just actually, Deborah. you know what? Deborah with two exclamation like points. Like Volter? Yeah. All caps? Deborah, all caps, two exclamation points. And um, gosh, I, I'd have to get some like just batshit yeah. music. Now, Sarah, at Fighter Fest, we also had a wonderful six man with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. And this is about where I started falling wow. asleep. I'm bad. And then, now this is how much I was into this show. I had to go to the Laugh Factory, which is within walking distance of our apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put the thing on my phone, and I walked and listened and watched the whole way there. And I don't remember you leaving or no. coming back very much. Uh, I, as I was watching, I was watching the Moxley Janela match, and there were a lot of people who were like, "What are you watching? Please take your headphones out. Let's hear it. We want to hear it." Oh, that's cool. They, they were into it. People wanted to watch thumbtacks, yeah. Janela's bare feet. Oh, that's people really cool it. that you got to like share that yeah. with your coworkers. Now, here's what I'm asking. This is what I'm asking you, Sarah. Obviously, the uh, you got Janella. I mean, you got uh, Janelle, yeah. Cody, mm-hmm. the Bucks, mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega. What about Moxley? I'm not talking You're about not Moxley. Talking about him. I'm talking about those guys, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. Are those guys, first and foremost, concerned with what they're doing on the show? Then it's like, hey, let's worry about the other people. Because I'm noticing these last couple matches are always great. Mm-hmm. But some of that... I don't know how much of that imp- – uh, I don't know how much of the uh, pre-show – is it one of those things of like, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want with the pre-show. I'm, I'm worried about my match. Oh, yeah. How Cody's much do they have – Cody's knocked it out of the park with everything he's done And overall – yeah, I think it's – Like, uh, what does Cody think of the librarian or what do the Bucks think of the librarian That's stuff? really interesting. I wonder – yeah, I don't know. I don't have a good yeah. answer for you because I feel like it's one of those things where everybody can be somewhat creative, but I wonder if there's a greater team than well, just those guys I've or if they're like, hey, worry about your storylines. We'll take care of what the I've, rest. What I've heard is it's all kind of divided up. Mm, you can tell. Yeah, you can kind of tell by that. And I think it would be a little better. Like a lot of wrestling shows I see, and I love when they do this, on the um, list lineup, Yeah, they say who the agent is. Yes. I like when it's like between like one to th- or like two or three people. Yeah, the show. Because then it's like you get some continuity. Those people are obviously talking to each other. Continuity. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because it's like I have no investment. No offense. I really like all the people involved in the librarian storyline. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think that they're being put to use well, and that's not a storyline that I really want to see continuing unless they're going to do something where it's like, oh, now yeah. we're bringing in these other. Because oh, now every week there's two more librarians. Our next. Ha ha. Our next. 
uh, event, Fight for the Fallen. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the Young Bucks against... WWE is doing Fight 5 the Fallen the okay. same night. I know you love that joke. <laughs> you love it so much. Anytime there's a four, Sarah throws a five in there. Or it gets a gr- if there's it gets a two, a, you can toss a I, three in there. I enjoy it. I, I want it. three love you five ever. I mean, that's comedy. <laughs> Sarah's favorite old group was Boys Three Men. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. Main event of Fight for the Fallen is the Bucks against uh, Cody and Dustin. Mm-hmm. I mean, is all their attention going to be on that match? Are they going to be like, hey, let's make sure this whole crowd... Because I'm, I'm, like I said earlier, WWE is kind of... I mean, of, I hope they have input WWE is kind of fucking up. What a great time to be like, we're going to put on the best show from start to finish. I think that uh, Fight for the Fallen needs to have none of the weak spots of... Um, and let's ease up on the comedy a little bit. Fighter Fest. Well, it's, it's interesting because there, the comedy seen, that's done seen, well is MJF. Had you seen... And, that, and it's not really comedy; it's more his shtick. No, but it's like it, had you it is seen any of those? Funny fight, and good. Had you seen any of those Firefest documentaries? Oh no, I didn't watch them. So all those jokes they were badly doing, planned things uh, stress me out. All those jokes they were doing. Well, I got that. Was kind of like okay. I don't like, and I think that this is something you can talk about as comedians. Yes, I don't like when the onus of a show is like, well, it's bad on purpose. Because yes. I feel like that gives you license to not put the effort in to make it like funny or good or cool. And yes. then if anyone complains, you go like, well, you didn't get it because the setup was like, haha, it's bad. I just think. I don't think that that's And I know this strong. was like all Kenny's vision or something like that. I don't, beeple, 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 I don't think Kenny's the funniest person to be in charge really of that. He doesn't have much timing when he speaks. It's like your big, <laughs> your, your big joke that it's the fighter fest, not the fire fest, but it's like the fire fest. Is like this documentary that everybody was raving about like six months ago. And that's like doing that bird fucking headband thing. What was that? That movie with Sandra Bullock on Netflix. Oh, that bird talking about for a second. And everyone was only talking about that because Netflix was like infiltrating. Yeah, that was like. But it's bird like, Box it's over. Was the- it's over. Sometimes I have a joke about a certain thing going on, and it's like once it's over, it's like you got it's you just can't over. Bring it back. It's over. And I think that. At its core, if Kenny had been like, oh, my God, I'm busting my ass to try to make this not like those other festivals. And it's becoming like those other festivals. And like he's kind of like losing his mind over it. Like you can get comedy as long as somebody gives a shit. But if the whole thing is like, it kind of sucks. But like, well, it's like then there's no emotional stakes there. They're like, man, we're going to not we're going to really knock him out with that blink 182 joke. And yeah. then we're going to get Mark Hoppus to tweet at us the next day. Like, it's really going to be a thing. And I was kind of like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just like, I think that it would do well for them to have, like, uh, just somebody oversee that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. if you bring in, like, Jimmy Jacobs to be like, have some perspective sure. on this bit, it's going to be, because his hand in the Friendship Festival, sure. like that, la- everything landed yeah. at that time and place. And yep. so it's like, I think they just need someone with a strong hand of like, hey, the reason you don't do this is because storytelling wise, if nobody cares and it kind of sucks, yeah. then nobody will care and it will kind of suck, even if you're doing that as the gimmick. Yeah. And then when they interviewed Tony Khan afterwards, they're like, is this how the show is going to be? And he's like, no, 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 there's not going to be chair shots or people yelling, fuck, and no, and no, no barbed wire. Like, yeah. This this was weird because it is this like odd little in between. Yeah. Whereas I feel like it might have in some ways been like, hey, this is our last chance to just like fuck mm-hmm. around and like do an indie show, basically. And like, okay, but it all but starts. But I think that when the because show 
everyone's eyes are on them. Yeah. It would be smarter to just like balls out hard work. If you're not sure about the comedy, leave it out. Like how cool would it have been to see like Leva Bates and Allie just straight up like, Hey, you're going to try to prove yourself as a new person. Leva Bates. Or just don't have Leva Bates on the show and Allie can wrestle Kylie Ray. Yeah, like, but I'm saying if you want to push her, like... I don't know. You know? I think, like... Like, set up the stakes differently. You really need to have people who are on top of their game and who are great in and out of the ring performers. Because it felt like the librarian gimmick was supposed to be really funny, but it it was, like, not very funny. It died, died, died. What are you going to do? It looks like September 2nd, that's a Wednesday night, will be the premiere of Wednesday Night Dynamite. That will be the AEW weekly show. They recently filed for the trademark Ooh, we're gonna have to figure out if we're gonna when we record now Oh shit you're right but uh it's a two-hour show yeah we record after that being said uh that being said um i think that'll be cool once that show starts because i do think they lose a little momentum not having tv to follow up after a big show yeah because it's kind of like all right that's the show see you later see you later and it's kind of cool because everybody gets to scatter out into yeah. the world it is cool though everyone who's uh in the AEW family got extra big pops and people were so just like shined up to see him it was really yeah, cool to should. see like nyla and sunny get like that and also bryce was getting like such fun like cheers when he went yeah. in the ring and i wonder and this is a thing that you have the benefit of with the monday show is after a really hot pay-per-view i love like being like i cannot wait to watch raw which hasn't been the case for a while but Especially yeah. back in the day. Are they doing separate pay-per-views, separate from the TV like WWE does? Yeah, they're going to do, I think, four pay-per-views a year. So I wonder Whoa. if like they do that Saturday or Sunday pay-per-view, if yeah. then it's like, oh, i got to wait till Wednesday. No, but that's good, because yeah, then maybe. you can, they can, and they're smart, like, social media-wise. They'll do they release, have the yeah. have the press conferences, like, yeah. it's, they're smart. I think they are. Uh, the G1 starts this weekend. There will be a show live on Access. Billy Gunn's going by Billy G1 now, which I think is a little... Well, I mean, he did have that wonderful match with Tanahashi last uh, Ooh, we got to see them ago. butts. So that'll be very cool. It'll be on Access. Uh, it'll be the kickoff show, and then the very, very long G1 tournament starts. I think it'll be very cool seeing yeah. Moxley in the ring with all those people. Yeah. Um, are we going to try to watch all of it together? Oh, yeah. We're going to watch all of it together. You're not going to fall asleep at all during any of the matches or anything. Are you going to watch it all with me at your side? Oh, for sure. I'm, an, I'm definitely going to try. It's a, a daunting task. And mm-hmm. my, my hat's off to everybody who's watching it and covering it every show and stuff like that. Your hat's off all the time these days because you have all that full head of hair. Well, it's too it's too warm to wear a, hot, a hat here. Is your hair making your head too hot? Yes. In the summer? Yes. Now you know how I feel. Man, my beard. I feel like I'm just wiping my forehead all the time when I go outside. You know, you could do that fun thing where you uh, Jason Statham down to stubble. No, I'm good. <laughs> my beard's just starting to look full again after that After that butcher hacked it. I like when you uh, have like a little stubbly beard. Get out of here. Get out of here. It'll also be interesting to see uh, how Will Osprey's booked in the G1 and Mm-hmm. Who wins it? Is it just a Bushies for the taking? Is it Naito's? I don't know. I don't know. If I had to guess right now, I would say... I'm going to say a Bushi. I'm going to say Naito. Okay. But hey. Hey. That's the deal. Um, speaking of two polarizing figures, mm-hmm. last week, Sarah, as we almost said goodbye to the buddies, we talked about our friend Gerbert. <laughs> and a couple people said that Gerbert 
sounded like Pat from It's Pat on Saturday Night Live. Julia Sweeney's character, It's Pat? So what I've done is I've invited Pat <laughs> onto the show. Oh, cool. And she's going to come say hello uh, real quick. They are going to come they say hello. They are going to come so true jeez louise i don't want to get in any trouble uh so just real quick to clear up that pat is not gerbert ladies and gentlemen welcome to the podcast pat (laughs) hi marty it's good to see you what's this little this isn't even a studio (laughs) yeah no this is our this is our apartment and we record here i'm not really a character people do nowadays (laughs) yeah it's a little maybe would some people call it tone deaf well you know because it's not just one or the other you can uh, gender's a spectrum and it's fluid it is very fluid but you're not gerbert no, I'm Pat Riley, like the basketball coach from oh, Indiana. From Indiana? I don't remember where the they're La- from. Lakers. He was the coach of the Lakers. My partner, Chris, knows more about sports than I do. Okay, Chris. Yeah, I see. I see what you're doing there. Cool. When I don't know what to say, I kind of go... Yeah. You're coming through hot, Pat. Sorry, I'm a little loud. I yeah. just got to get comfortable. But real quick, you are not Gerbert. Well, I'm not Gerbert. And to prove that I'm not, I got a lot of tweets this week. Yeah. To prove that I'm not Gerbert, I brought along a little friend, Gerbert, oh. of Gerbert fame. Wonderful. Well, hey there, Marty. <laughs> I heard you didn't really like talking to me. Yeah, you're kind of a bummer. Well, I don't think you're a bummer at all. I think you're great. Well, thanks, Pat. I just was feeling a little down because... You're always feeling down. That's, no. that's like your thing. You're always like, well, I don't like the people eating my vegetables. I, people say I'm a lot like Caillou, but Caillou's secular. Well, I'm not. What? You know, secular, Who's Marty. Caillou? Caillou is... Gerbert, do you want to explain? Well, I guess if you're not going to talk over me, Pat... Caillou's a little bald cartoon boy that always complains about everything, and Uh, kids like to watch it. I like watching Caillou any day of the week. (laughs) I think it's great. I think the mom and dad look kind of like Pat and Chris. Oh, okay. (laughs) Cool. Marty, people pointed out that you were kind of mad at me last week. I don't know why. I'm not mad at you. You're just a you're just a, a downer, man. You're a real bummer. Well, don't you think there's a little Gerbert in all of us? Yeah, sure. All right. Well, we're gonna go down to Portillo's, and we're also gonna go to the Wiener Circle. Oh, cool, cool. Gerbert, real quick before you go, you're you're yeah. young. How old are you, Gerbert? Well, I'm a puppet. I don't think I have really an age, but I've been around since the '80s, like Sarah. Oh. Uh, don't bring me into okay. this, Gerbert. Because she was born in the 80s. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, Gerbert, thanks for stopping by. What were you going to say? Nah, it doesn't matter. Were you going to ask me my favorite wrestler? Sure. Well, I really like Baron Corbin. Okay, get the fuck out <laughs> okay, of here, bye, Gerbert. Bye, everybody. Bye. Good Lord. Bye. Good Lord. Hey, did we really have to bring both of them on to prove a point? <sighs> what a mistake. That Pat and Gerbert aren't the same fight? You That was a swing and a miss fans, on my part. You fans. Just believe. Hey, go be a fan, you know? Don't make it so that we have to bring on Gerbert and Pat. That was a nightmare. Just believe, everybody. I'm telling you. When you believe. Me and my friend Natalie used to always make fun of um, Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston did a song for Prince of Egypt that was like, Many nights we prayed, 
But here's the thing. Yeah. Whitney Houston takes a breath after like, this is going to ruin the song for so many people. She's like, many nights we prayed with no proof anyone could hear. It's like, oh man, it'll stress you out. We should do a cut of that. I wish I could find the Dusty Rhodes cut of him. Because I love feeling like I can't breathe watching it. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I love it. That's what they call... YouTube asphyxiation. Ah. I'm into that. I love it. Yeah, those freak me out big time. Uh, Sarah, you wanted to plug a show happening here in Chicago. Non-wrestling related, just wrestling fans. You know what? You say non-wrestling related, but every show, some wrestling trivia sneaks in. Perfect. Uh, Buddies of the show, Spencer Hamilton and Rip Calamucci all they do this wonderful show every monday at comedy sports at 8 p.m called let sleeping dogs lie you've been a panelist i've been a panelist Cabana has been a panelist i'm undefeated and it's just a really silly billy uh trivia show that's kind of like a throwback to the old like laughing styles different comedians every week just kind of battle each other out tell each other lies and uh I'm telling you, it is the secret hidden gem of Chicago. If you wow. are not in Chicago, but you have friends there, tell your friends about the show. Monday night's comedy sports. There's a it bar. Needs, it needs more eyes on it. It's not getting the love it deserves. It's so good. And I have such fun time. I do it uh, every other month or so. Uh, the next time I do it, I'm going to try to get Liz Anderson on the show. Hey, you want to do it with me and Liz I'd and be a to. team? I'd love to. All right. Well, we'll keep you posted on that. <laughs> Spencer, go. can you can you book us? There you go. All right, buds. Well, there, there it is. Another Damn. week in the book. A fun week in the book. See how much more fun it is to talk about wrestling when the shows when are all good. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. Um, I thought I was going to like invite a buddy on the show or something. but Do you have any more teen talk? Teen talk from my wonderful cash, Alan. Um, no, I got a nice text from my friend Natalie. Okay. <laughs> that's well, it. that's not show related. <laughs> Marty just, and Sarah, are you guys done yet? <gasps> I need to talk. At Billy Corgan. Yeah. Were you sad we didn't really talk about you today? Well, I mean, there was news in the NWA. Yeah. You know, Cole Cabana's been replaced by Eli Drake. Yeah. I've signed the hottest free agent in wrestling. Yeah. Do you not, you don't seem impressed? Well, I'm just a big Colt Cabana fan. Well, he, he's got a hematoma. He can't wrestle. But he's wrestling a few shows before he go to, goes to Edinburgh. Wow. Edinburgh. I'm going to need to see those matches. Okay. Hey, Billy. Yeah. I um, was listening to uh, a music podcast, and uh, they <laughs> dropped an interesting fact about you. Is it true when you were staying at a hotel with your Smashing Pumpkins bandmates, you insisted on being uh, on a floor higher than them? And if that's true, what did the conversation go like at the front desk? I, first of all, wouldn't handle those reservations. I had people to do that. and uh, So it they is, say, like, Mr. Corgan needs to be at least two floors above yes. everybody else? So when they come to see me, it, you know, it gives them something to strive for to be on a higher level. <sighs> that sucks. Oh, well, I think it's uh, a very fun maneuver. Hey, deep down. Have you ever read The Art of War? At Billy, deep down, do yeah. you kind of feel like Gerbert, the orange Christian puppet, who's a fucking weenus? I'll be honest. Sometimes I see that little puppet and I think about how I used to be a little boy. You know? I guess. Wee! Don't you dare bring up that meme or gif that someone made of me. Wee! 
Is that how I sound to you, Sarah? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> That's not even close. It's... <laughs> don't anybody dare turn that into a, a dank meme or deep fry it or anything like that. Yeah, don't I anybody ref- deep fry it. I refuse to be made wow, a wow, joke. Wow, 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 wow. I can't even go to Disney and be on a... And not enjoy yourself on the railroad ride? my plaid friend. <gasps> my friend at work is taking Billy. Yes. My friend at work is... Oh, Sarah, do dish away about your work, your boring work <laughs> life. My friend at work is taking his kids to Disney. Yeah. And they don't know yet. What He's going to surprise them. They're oh. going like tomorrow. Oh. Okay. Isn't that fun to like surprise somebody that you care about with something fun? Yeah. One time I surprised all my band members by telling them they were all replaced. <laughs> That's not a fun surprise. Mm, it's fun for me. Do you think that when you go to purgatory and they show you the video of your life that you're going to feel good about the choices that you made? I think they're going to play it, and I'm going to go, ooh, that was great. Can we play it again? And the angel there will go, yeah, we have all the time in the world. And I'll go, ooh <laughs> All right, let me tuck all these fuckers in. Tuck the fucks. Hey, everybody. <laughs> okay, don't do it loving, like sarcastic. Rustling. You've got a lot of choices out there. You could watch WWE or AEW or New Japan or... Impact or Rise or Stardom or AAW. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Just watch Freelance. the NWA. Shut up. Just watch <laughs> the NWA for crying out loud. Let's get those YouTube numbers up, everybody. Yeah, that means more revenue for you. So you can mm. stay on your high-ass penthouse. That's why I'm in wrestling. For the money, Sarah. Yeah, right. It's real hey, cash Have you ever cow. heard of the phrase hot dog in a handshake? Yeah. Have you? This week, yeah. <laughs> Glad you like it. Yeah, I love it. You're not making me giggle here. I'm just... <laughs> I was thinking about firing one of my old bandmates. And it, <laughs> You're so bad. When I fired everyone from Zwan for using my computer to email my girlfriend that I was cheating. <laughs> Is that true? Allegedly. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't anyway. Know. Anyway. Just, uh, hey, yeah. Hey, at the end of days, when you do... End of days? Whenever, the end of your days. You really were raised watching all those Christian cartoons. For sure. Um, What? I hope that my allegiance will be recognized. (laughs) Is that one worth it? (laughs) Yeah, it was because you fucking didn't like it. All right. Anyway. I'm going to tuck everyone in. That's what you did at the end of this thing. Tuck Mm -hmm. everyone in. Marty, he sucks. Is this like the outro track? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, everybody, it's me, at Billy. Don't add him. Wrestling guru. Yeah, don't add, don't add me. <laughs> don't fucking at me. I'm like MJF, I hate all you. <laughs> You're all below me. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? MJF, what I like about him is he says how I feel to my bandmates all the time. <laughs> like, I wish I could have been that brave to Darcy. Mm-hmm. Instead, I just had my assistant email her. <laughs> And I will always want to say I'm better than you and you know it. But I think that's implied. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, um, go to bed. Mm, just whatever. Hey, would you welcome our buddy Marissa to Chicago? She just moved back. Oh, Marissa, I'm so happy you're back. Sorry the tea shop's closed. <laughs> I know you were a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so silly? Ah, silly Billy. <laughs> at silly at Billy. At silly at Billy. Hey, just tell him goodnight. Listen. Go to sleep tonight, and I want you to dream of all the band members or 
employees or coworkers that you wish you could fire if you were in a position like <laughs> me. Feels real good. What I like to do is when I'm saying goodbye to somebody and I know that I'll never see them again or until I need them for a nostalgia tour, I just take a snapshot of their face and that bewilderment of like, what, you're firing me? And in my head I'm thinking, oh yeah, you are dead to me. Good night, everybody. Sleep tight. <laughs> Especially you teens. That was weird. Billy's a good, especially the teens. Good night, teens. I guess good night, teens. This is the MLW Radio Network.